2: Indeed we are It's the first time we've done a morning pod And it's ludicrous, it's, it's a scandal It's early, it's very early Well not that that matters to anybody listening So let's just crack on with it Hands in, pod on 3, 1, two, three, pod. pod! Hello, yes the first round of Super Rugby matches of the weekend I haven't even finished, well for Saturday morning anyway I haven't even finished and we are already podding Uh, So thank you very much for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening through the ACAST app or on iTunes as well, where you can subscribe, you can leave your messages, and we very much appreciate it. At Rugby Podcast on Twitter. And you've got, again, JB. Good morning, Tim. You've got Philip. (laughs) Hi, Tim. Right, listen, uh, we've got lots to talk about, despite the fact that rugby in the Northern Hemisphere is grinding to a halt. There's still a little bit of top 14 rugby going on. Uh, There's some under-20 World Cup stuff. And, of course, there's stuff going on in the Southern Hemisphere. And we are looking ahead to the World Cup. But I suppose we have to start and pay respects to the Terminator, Jerry Collins, who tragically and obviously unexpectedly died. A shocking bit of news, really. Yeah. I 35. 35. Uh,
0: 34. 34. 30, 35 this year. Pretty, pretty devastating,
3: actually, because he's the kind of player that I really I really liked. In a world where I keep on raging about players being been boring and cardboard <laughs> cutouts and, and, and all the rest of it, he was... The, the exact opposite. And almost almost exactly what I love about rugby, which which is a character. So uh, it, it it was very, very sad news.
2: There's few players that in, instill fear in the opposition like Jerry Collins did when he was in his pomp.
3: Well, do you know what the really brilliant thing was? And someone tweeted this is, who, who has the nickname Terminator and Hitman? Hitman. And yet it's so, it was so universe, universally loved.
0: Yeah, uh, he was. He was loved and respected in equal measure by... Uh, his own teammates, everyone that played with him, and everyone that played against him.
3: Shane Williams told a story yesterday. Now I need to get this exactly right, but it's something like after training with the Ospreys, he'd jump in a cab and go. What, what, what was it?
0: He, he basically travels hundred miles in any direction and f- see where he where he ended up. That's amazing. Try yeah. try and find a rugby club or something, and he would end up like on a Wednesday night training with some local team. Seriously? And then, and then going out yeah. on the beers with Shane some Williams, local, yeah. local team. Yeah, this this is. This was on Wales Today or something like that. That's yes, unreal. Yesterday. That's,
3: well, that's how he ended up at, at Barnstable Rugby Club. Basically, he met the chairman on a, on night out and then played for the second teams.
0: Yeah. That, that's, oh wow.
3: There's
0: a few incredible Jerry Collins stories. That's one of the, the best ones, the Barnstable, which I think everyone knows. But he was having a meal out. One You're day. so right. I mean, uh, one day,
2: in 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 a world where and as we've said before, we're getting. Uh, fortunately, we're nowhere near football, but you're getting a little bit towards that whole cliché post-match interview model professionals who are a bit less interesting. You're, you're getting a bit further away from, from guys like Jerry Collins. It's important to remember what a, what a character that fella was. That's awesome. Did you see Chris Marceau? Uh, during yes. the Talon game, yeah, before the Talon game, he who didn't actually? He, ble- he bleached, he bleached his hair with the the blonde nice. top and the dark sides.
3: Oh, crikey!
0: It, yeah, so a lovely touch that. A hell of a tribute because they obviously played together in the um, all black back row on many occasions. I thought that was really, really nice tribute. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other, the other stories. Just while, while we're still on Jerry yeah, Collins, yeah. my I love the Barnstable story, I, and then uh, playing the bar bars with Barnstable socks on. <laughs> Uh, when he was a current all-black as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Japanese department store knife story is ridiculous. Where I f- he, he,
2: yeah, I mean, is this all, all rumour? No no, 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 no,
3: it is genuine. It, it's, I mean, I skirted around it just because, I, you know, I just did. But what a story. I
0: mean... Well, for anyone who hasn't heard the story... He, he somehow, when he was out in Japan, got embroiled in, with some Brazilian gang. A Brazilian gang in Japan. Out there, um, and f- was carrying around some two knives for his own protection. Uh, apparently, See, I heard it and, differently
3: that he ran into a knife department store or a department store which had a knife section.
0: Actually, I I, the one I read was he carried them, walked into this department store, took out the knives, <laughs> and then they like, not not didn't uh, didn't threaten anyone. Was basically extremely worried about his own safety. Um, oh, and
3: then he said he was relieved that he got that he got arrest, arrested. Yeah, yeah, he got arrested. Uh,
0: they, the Japanese police showed up, and when they saw the size of him, they called for 20-man backup. <laughs> <laughs> so 20 Japanese police officers arrived at the scene. He, he was um, docile and wasn't doing anything aggressive or Amazing. anything like that, and then later admitted he was uh, scared for his own life because of the Brazilian gang. Mm.
2: Incredible, incredible guy. And if if he could have chucked a little soundbite together because he sounded like he was a man of action, not a man of words. And uh, he would have been as as revered and loved as the Honey Badger is now.
0: Oh, yes. So, uh, yeah, real character. Real Absolutely. Character. And the, the other one was uh, in about 2005 when he was really at the peak of his powers and he had to Adjust his training to reduce the size of his biceps because they're affecting his <laughs> right. they're affecting That's his right. tack affecting his tackling technique Sounds familiar. Sounds familiar.
2: <laughs> who hasn't felt
0: <laughs> well of course
2: <laughs> oh good man um we'll come back to Jerry Collins because we've got a fifteen to select in his honor, and we'll we'll probably need some help from you on that one as well so uh at rugby podcast, you can tweet and uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. however, another and a very different talking point. Sippers! Oh, Danny, Danny, Who literally, well, no, allegedly was literally Sippers. <laughs> but, um, uh, uh, yeah, allegedly. Allegedly.
0: allegedly. Let's wait
3: to see, to
0: see what's found out first.
2: <laughs> Chocolate Nesquik.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise Chocolate
2: Nesquik had an alcoholic content.
0: <laughs> no, neither did he. Yeah, let, let's reserve judgement on the alcoholic content. What we know so far is he crashed his car at five in the morning uh, on Sunday morning after the Bar Bars game. Yes. He was breathalyzed and then taken to a police station and then has been released on bail. Uh, that's all we know. That's all we know. So the taken to a police station could have
2: could actually have nothing to do with the breathalyzer test. It, it could have
0: been... Unrelated. It could be relation to the crash. He could have been uh, texting and driving or something along those lines, yeah. um, which is equally... Well it's not equally, but it's a criminal act, I guess. Well, it, it is a criminal act and you'll get points on your licence and all that. And potentially well, if he's in, crashed in because of it, a, you might get banned, so it might in, have an equal weight in.
2: Hypothetically, if it's a drink driving thing, yes. Then Stuart Lancaster cast Danny Care aside for a for a time. He did. If yeah. if it was dangerous driving because you're texting, I mean equally dangerous, all equally illegal. I hope
3: he's texting Stuart Lancaster. <laughs> <laughs> do you see? Do you see how well I played?
2: Yes, yeah. boss.
3: Boss, boss. Oh, watch the highlights yeah. again. Scored... in, coach. Give me a shot. <laughs> I
0: scored thirty-three points, boss. <laughs> <laughs> Two uh, tries. I got ten out of ten uh, conversions.
2: Uh, but if, it, but it, let's just say hypothetically, it actually turns out to be um, driving without due care and attention. Yeah. Um. Is that is that something Stuart has Lancaster cast someone aside for? Or is it, or is the drinking thing somehow elevate it more?
0: It's, it's interesting it'll be interesting to see what happens if he's drink driving for me I, I do think he's got to be called into question whether he's going to be in the World Cup squad Whether
3: well, but I've got an appeal for anyone who's interested in taking this up
2: hold on JB it sounds like um, if,
3: you, if you're talking appeals let's
2: go on Jay thank you
3: <laughs> if you're if you're a current English international scrum half or maybe even a winger I implore you to do something to get dropped from Stuart Lancaster's team, because at the moment, I have sippers, twelve, flood, thirteen, Manu Tuolangi, wing, Dylan Armitage, uh, and fullback Benders. Benders. So if you want to do the right thing, and you <laughs> want to get dropped from the England squad, please help JB complete his banned England backline.
0: There are there are dropped. They're dropped wingers, but not banned wingers.
3: Dropped and banned? Uh, like... Uh, I mean, my pack is shaping up nicely, Hartley. I mean, Ho- Hartley and Stefan is the heartbeat of the pack. That's not bad, <laughs> is it? <laughs>
0: There's no one else, though, who's been banned. Well, and dropped for disciplinary reasons.
3: Hang on, what's different? Okay, not banned, but dropped. So we need two more backs. So Danny Care...
0: Um, um, what would you do, Tim? If If Sippers has been drink-driving five in the morning after the England game, crashes his car... You're Stuart Lancaster. Would you say sorry? Disciplinary reasons? You're going to be excluded, or well, would you? Do you know what? Let, let's forget it's Danny Cipriani. Let's think for a second. It's George
2: George Ford. <laughs> what happens if it's George Ford?
3: Do you do you think? I know what happens if, if it's George Ford. They take him out the car. Okay. So do, do you like Mister Wolf on? Um... Uh, <laughs> so a Mr. Wolf character from the 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 R F U gets there in his B M or whatever. They take George Ford out the car and they put Joe Ford in the car <laughs> and then they drive off
0: <laughs> and then they call the police. Or well, maybe it was George Ford and they found that Danny, <laughs> Danny Cipriani was the closest thing they had on hand. So <laughs> yeah.
3: Danny, what you do? Anything you want, boss? Get here
0: now. <laughs> I'll do anything, but I'm training so hard. I'm working so hard for you.
3: We'll reward you, Danny. Don't, <laughs> don't you worry about it. <laughs> I, don't,
2: I, I, oh, I don't know. I think if it's drink driving,
0: he's done.
3: Uh, no, I think he is. I don't, I don't think he should yeah. be, but I think he is.
0: I, I think he is, which is a, a real shame because he played so well. Uh, Here's the <laughs>
3: ominous thing for me. If it's been reported on um, stations I heard on Radio 4 of all places... So if this is the case, it will be a big media story. And Stuart Lancaster deals about as well with the media as... Well, he doesn't deal do, 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 do well with the media at all, actually. So I think he will actually buckle. Buckle over hmm. Nick Easter, he's buckled over a lot of them. <sighs> and also, he's got this very narcissistic thing, which is it's all about, this, it's all about my environment and the rest of it.
2: No dickheads rule.
3: Yeah, no dickheads rule, Ironically. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> what, what, is, what is that ironic? I, I think it's a very dickhead <laughs> thing to do to, to stop all these players playing. So, uh,
0: my favorite uh, thing on the no, let
3: the boys play, let them play, let them play.
0: My favorite thing on the no dickheads rule was when it first came out with New Zealand about a year ago. Uh, and our egg, uh, egg, Chas- egg chaser's Twitter feed tweeted a link saying New Zealand's no dickhead policy. Someone tweeted us back saying, um, it's a great sentiment, guys. But how well would the egg chasers rugby hey. podcast work without JB? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's a good point. It's a good point. I will say this though. I mean, these culture things which people do, and the All Blacks do it. They do it worse than almost anyone else. Which is, they say, "Well, we're a professional organisation, so we're going to get the top professionals and everything." I mean, we met the the All Blacks uh, pu- uh, public relations guy, Media Joe, Medi- Media Joe, who. Um, Shook our hand and said hello, and then told us to get out immediately.
0: Yeah. Um, get out of my playing plane, uh, arena or whatever the hell you yeah. he said. It
3: wasn't, wasn't the most pleasant experience that we've ever had. Yeah. And I think. Meeting Kieran Reed, however, that was one of the most pleasant experiences. That was wonderful. And I think what happens with these elite environments is that everyone thinks, oh, we're going to have the best dietitian in the world. We're going to have the best media guy in the world. We're going to have the best everything in the world. And all these experts think that they are the main reason that this team of international-class rugby players are winning every week. And it's not. It's because the players are. At first, and it becomes that- it becomes sanitised. And actually, you look at... Saracens have just won the
2: Aviva Premiership. Their environment is, is a, kind of in two camps. It's a bit like that in terms of they, they take care of all the little tiny 1% nuts and bolts. But actually, the squad and the group of guys, they jump out of planes together. They, yeah. go, they go on massive benders, get dropped in the middle of a city all together and have to find their way home. Yeah. I mean,
3: I could get the best media guy in the world. Yeah, Andy Coulson's looking for a job. So I could get someone like him <laughs> and put him into Broughton Park to manage our Twitter account and we would do no better. Yeah. And that's all I'm saying is they kind of lose track of what they're trying to do.
2: So in terms of Sippers, I'm going mean, to tell you what, because you're right. It's not till August that we're going to know exactly what happened unless something is said or done beforehand by either Danny Cipriani, Stuart Lancaster or whatever. But um, from the police point of view, he's got to go back in August. But... So it's, it's a good opportunity to have a question, like a hypothetical. What 10s do you pick in your England squad anyway, even if Sippers is free, available and, and free of any wrongdoing of any kind?
3: But I think it affects the backups, but obviously Ford's number but do, one, Do
2: so. you just go, I mean, Ford Farrell showed in the in, in the final and over this season they are one, two. Yeah. And, you know, they've both got their do merits. You they, they,
3: do you think they did? Yeah. Because I, I definitely think Farrell's number two. So I kind of agree with you. But I think if you want more of the same, you probably go Ford Cipriani. Do you see what I mean? Well
2: interestingly, I think when Farrell was number one, I think Sippers misses out of the squad because, because, you because, because you can bring because what you've got is you've got a steady Eddie um Owen Farrell, then you've got your backup who's a who's a little bit more of a Maverick George Ford. And so you don't you don't need two backups that are different. You want I'd have Myler. Mm. So I I'd go Farrell if he was number one, Ford and then Myler. When Ford's number one, maybe you need sippers as the kind of replacement for Ford. Because
3: or, well, I mean, I suppose there is. You see or- what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I, do. I, I, I do. I completely agree with it. Actually, uh, the other guy you got to throw in the mix is Slade.
0: Um, well, because he's a mix
3: of the two, really.
0: Yeah, inexperienced and inexperienced at ten, really, because um, he's played a lot of this season at thirteen, a bit at twelve, a bit at ten. Um, but it, it's going to depend how your squad is going to be made up because you've got you've only got thirty one, isn't it? You have. Uh, I think five or six props, just because of the, the attrition rate, and you have three hookers because it's so specialised. So I'd, I'd go for two two tens and then another one who can come from elsewhere. Two tens and Slade. Two tens and Slade, unless you say that Good can cover ten in one think, of the other uh, games. Andy, exactly. Andy Good
2: back we'll in, say. yeah, good shout.
0: <laughs> Finally. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, there's an argument that twelve trees could. Do a job but it would have to be oh, last resort. Every me.
3: time I see Good play ten, he impresses me more and more. To the point yeah, yeah. I said yeah. last year if I was Good I would look uh moving elsewhere to play ten full time. Now that's obviously stupid because he's in the England team as a fullback and he plays for Saracens as a fullback. But he's he's a really good playmaker. He, he is I and mean, people don't give him enough enough credit for that.
2: Yeah. I saw on on the other good Andy Good. Uh, I I do love that and it's worth just saying again something that Andy Good is better than Dan Carter because Andy has Andy Good has scored 2004 2114 points in the Aviva Premiership. Carter has scored none. Correct. Yeah. Andy Good has won 17 caps for England. Carter has won none. And Good has performed despite being overweight and out of shape <laughs> his whole career. Carter has been in shape his whole career. Yeah. And finally Carter gets paid more, so he's greedier. Exactly. <laughs> All <laughs> Undisputable facts <laughs> Fact Yeah Well so uh, What would you pick Jay you're, you're, If you were Stuart Lancaster Stuart Lancaster Which I know Is make, making a cold look Go across your face yeah. If you were <laughs> if you, if you, Stuart Lancaster Who would your 10 selections Be for the World Cup
3: uh, Ford I'm starting to warm to Farrell so Farrell
0: uh, was superb in the Premiership final.
3: He is very boring but I like how abrasive he is. Big
0: match player, isn't he? Yeah. It's a cliche.
2: It's one of those I don't cliches.
3: He's it, a big match defender, and I appreciate that hugely.
0: He's never wilted under pressure.
3: And my third one, it would be Cipriani. So you go
0: for three because then Sippers can cover fifteen if if it comes. I, w- so. I, w-
2: I would go for three as well. And Slade, it's come a season too early.
3: Yeah, you want, you can or and, uh,
2: Stuart Lancaster should have got him involved earlier in the season.
0: Yeah, maybe um, Slade involved in the autumn or in the, the Six Nations. I, I probably would have Slade because he covers the centre. He couldn't cover 12, 13, yeah. and 10. Uh, so it wouldn't necessarily be an out and out 10 in the squad, but I would have him in the squad. I would be happy with Sippers as well. I think he's mm. playing some good rugby.
2: Hey, listen up. Exciting news on the horizon. So. Obviously, oh, w- are
3: you going about to apologize for last week's Quizgate? No, no, end? no. You just wait. You just wait. Okay, okay Sorry.
2: <laughs> Something, some big news on the horizon. So, because the World Cup's coming up, there's going to be loads of big events happening across the UK to try and you know promote rugby. One of them is O2 are doing a touch rugby tour, and at venues around the country. I think they've got three big main venues. Anyway, one of the venues in England is Manchester, the Etihad Campus. Johnny Wilkinson's going to be at all the events. You can enter. Teams for fifty quid, I think, and you can go and spectate for free. Is he doing stand-up comedy? Je- what Johnny Wilkinson? <laughs> no, but but listen, Johnny Wilkinson um, and Jason Robinson are going to be the two guests of honour going there to hang about and be interviewed by. Um, they're going to they're going to chat to someone, and, and, and there's going to be a host interviewing on the on the stage. Guess who the host is? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Big Tim. Parker. I'm going to be there. Like, you are here, Jay, right here. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be here, and you're going to be like Johnny Wilkinson but, right
3: there. Do you know what I think the difference will be? That me and Phil say things. Sometimes we <laughs> Inter- say. Interesting things. Sometimes we say things which don't dis- which don't agree with each other, and other times we even argue. I can't <laughs> imagine you're going to get that from Johnny and. You don't uh, think-
0: it'll be awesome just to have a chat. It'll with be cool. Him. It and will I'll, be cool.
2: I'll actually probably just. I'll probably just. Um, I'll stand on the stage. Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Wilkinson will come and stand next to me, and I'll just like, I'll probably just stroke his face
0: (laughs) for 10 minutes. I actually think, from the kind of brief interviews that I've heard with Johnny Wilkinson since he's retired, I think he's relaxed a bit more and he's become become a bit more um, open.
3: It's pretty cool in the. European Cup final to be fair to him. Yeah. When he was talking about, oh, hang on, I should, I should yeah, this team the kicking <laughs> kick tactics. Yeah, I mean, I'm doing a, <laughs> doing him a disservice. I'm, I'm sure you'll be pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Get some stuff for the podcast as well. Very so, really
0: excited So they, they they tried to get one of the two best uh, egg chase ruby podcasts uh, hosts. Yeah, and you two and they, were unavailable. Yeah, they settled for the third. Best,
2: oh well. Oh yeah. well. Um, oh well. So anyway, anyway, so future guests on the podcast: Johnny Wilkinson, Jason Robinson, Mark Cueto Also there. Yeah, oh, Can I um? And oh, no, no, this is the cool thing. And they want us to enter an egg chaser's team. I, perhaps we could recruit some. You know my thoughts on touch.
3: <laughs> is, What's is that? Negative. I, I never.
2: You I, have to have. You have to have a minimum of two women on the
0: team as well. What? Jay.
3: This is a scandal. <laughs> it's I, not no, safe.
0: Now I I did play in uh, this Wednesday just gone uh, an 0-2 touch event can, down at, at Burnage. Can I just tell you how much I hated mixed touch. <laughs> I hated mixed touch so much
3: it was. And uh, uh, do you know who I hate even more? Are people who only play touch? So you get these teams. <laughs> you get these teams that come down, and the guys in the office say, "Oh yeah, I mean, I've got one in my office who corners me and talks to me about um, about rugby." And I don't have the heart to tell him it's not really rugby. Playing touch is, is not the same thing. Um, are, you, are
2: you the same about people, lads that play five-a-side football? on a, No, I'm
3: not a, actually because I think five-a-side football is far similar to football than touch rugby is to rugby. I mean, I hate it so yeah, much. Yeah, you don't treat it like it. You treat the skills: the passing, catching, evasive running they're the same but it's a different well, no yeah but it's totally different the other skills like creating a weak shoulder contact skill over the ball it basically you know but all those things disappear
0: no, kicking disappears you th- can't even kick into fixing a defender r- running at the inside shoulder fixing a defender and offloading and picking yeah, good lines but that's, do you know that's what, still the same you know same? what
3: these really good touch teams do they purposely take the contact and play the ball quickly yeah yeah and, and they put the they put the hand out as well so they put the hand out so they voluntarily take the touch i hate it so much and they come <laughs> i like we play this team and they've got their own black little Jeep thing, and they show up, and they've got like black kits, a little red, like red logo. If you're listening, you know who you are. Um, <laughs> and then, and then, right? Even worse, if you're gonna, no, actually, I, I'm not gonna continue about uh, the type of people, people that, that, that play. Well I,
2: I, I, I can't believe JB showed he just edited self-edited and <laughs> well, okay. held back on his right. opinion. Uh, oh no, now okay. I've woken the beast again. So,
3: forget it. Right. If you're gonna win a mixed touch tournament, what you need is fast girls. Without fast girls, Ag- agreed. you are done. Because agreed. girls are naturally a lot slower than you. Have than to have, lads, right?
0: You have to have two girls. But in The girls are all
3: Women, women Women. Whatever. Right? Chicks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> two sis two cisgender ladies. What Okay. <laughs> Invariably, the ladies that, that want to play rugby might come from like the pack. So actually, a, a, female, a, a female prop is no use to you whatsoever
0: playing mixed touch.
4: <laughs> Outside of winners, th- there th- is no
0: use. I will just counteract that and say you don't have to be that fast if you've got a good defensive shape and you, you work the inside and you cover the gaps. And it doesn't matter if you're that fast because you create... A good wall, and then you can attack from. Well, uh, I won't be playing touch. Phil, touch Phil's played
2: an event um, this week. What you were about I, I, I to say Phil was about to say something. Go on, Phil, what were I, you going
0: to say? I played it this week. It's the, it the first rugby. I use rugby very loosely. I've played in eighteen months, uh, so it was a little bit rusty. I, I quite enjoyed it, although I did get frustrated just because the standard is people who've not played much rugby before, so they don't really know defensively where they should be and offensively they know that tactic where you take the quick tap and then you run to, to eat up yards but they don't know how to fix a man and pass and do that and the number of times where I was either drawing a man to create room outside me or running a line to for the little pop where there's huge gaps You were doing
2: and, a Gavin Henson putting people into space That's yeah. right <laughs>
0: <laughs> NASA, they call me NASA um, So I got a little bit frustrated with that and, and because uh, my skills weren't where I was where they should be. So
3: Let's never talk about
0: touch on this podcast ever again, please. Well, uh, but
2: okay, I, fine. I, would... I was going to say that they, <laughs> they, they, they they said, what, would you like to enter a team, maybe? Well, um, I'd, so, yeah. I'd
0: play. I would definitely play if i have a team. I will tell you right now,
3: I will not play. <laughs> I,
0: would you
2: I...
3: Would you coach? I'm... No. It's a, <laughs> a bit of pre-season for your first season of coaching, Jay. A bit of nothing to do with touch rugby. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> it's, it's genuinely, though, when I was down on uh, Wednesday night at, at Burnage, there were... Probably 150 people there, something like oh, that. Oh, it's a big money maker. Uh, not just money maker. There's there's people it's, there. Who, it's good
3: for participation. Yeah, I mean, people if there. It's going to be objective. It is good for, for.
0: people there who have never played uh, senior rugby. Girls, it's too late, girls, though. girls and guys. No, not for playing rugby, but just for getting them involved. I, would, you write,
2: what, would you rather? Would you rather they're under the church? of rugby in in the church of rugby rugby. albeit touch no 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 but then they're but then they're watching the actual rugby and they're buying a shirt and they're going to see their local club
0: and they're buying they're buying a drink in the clubhouse would you rather they're they're
2: not eating Brought, so, we put an arm around them and bring them in. No,
3: not
0: really. I oh, think well, that's short. Who, side, who's
2: on Mount Pius now? They're, you are.
3: Shall we bring them into the big church? No, we were not going to bring them into any church. No, I,
2: I will not recognise any other form of rugby no, 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 than no. fifteen-a-side full contact, men
3: only. Listen, I like sevens <laughs> occasionally. Um. <laughs>
2: anyway, we'll talk about that in future weeks. But if anyone is either um, around the northwest area or is absolutely mental and wants to, to travel to it, then uh, we, might, we, might, we might have a slot on our team opening up. Exciting things happening. I'll tell you what. what, is there anything more exciting that's happened in rugby recently than the Sergio Parise reverse pass?
0: pass? Oh, God. We've oh, all
3: done it. <laughs> uh, did, did you see it, Jay? I've only seen the vine of it. I didn't actually see the game.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't catch the game either. Um, no, I didn't
3: I've, catch the game either, I just but I saw the reverse pass. It was nice.
0: Everyone's seen the reverse pass. Beautiful.
3: We should maybe do like a list of the top 10 offloads. <laughs> 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 because that's up there. But it's not as good as some of Sonny Bills. I mean, some sun of Sonny Bills. Are just, he has, He is just a gift to rugby that keeps on giving. <laughs> I watch his highlight video. Uh, maybe twice a week. <laughs> and that isn't a joke either.
2: But there's one thing, uh, like doing an offload or or a cheeky reverse pass and stuff in, in a game somewhere... But he did it, taking out two defenders, putting someone in for a try against Talon.
0: Yeah, yeah it was quite incredible. Was- Stad hammered Talon as well. Thirty-three. And, uh, it, and it wasn't. And,
2: and sometimes you see those when someone's running towards touch. Sometimes you see that someone just flings it into the field, oh, whichever way. That- he did it so delicately, like, delicately. Yeah,
0: so controlled. And there was a
2: little. There was a, the, the ball stayed dead in an upright position and just had a little oh. spiral
3: on it. Where do you rank Sergei Price? Uh, in all-time greats of flair players, I mean as forwards, I think he's probably number one in,
2: for, in forward terms. Yeah, I think Zinzan Brook would probably be number one, like knocking drop goals over from the halfway line. Remember Neil crazy back. offloads. Remember
3: Neil Back knocked over a uh,
2: come on Neil Back drop, a drop goal. Neil Neil N- 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 Back the, the the extent of an amazing player, he's World Cup a- winner, incredible guy, uh, but the extent of his flair. Was well, just was was just standing at the back of malls no, for a whole wrong. career. <laughs> you're wrong.
3: You know, like in it, I mean, you always think of him as like a bit of a scavenger, the scavenger before scavengers, and he was famous for being at the back of malls. But he was a really good rugby player. Oh yeah. I mean, all, all round. All and round. He's either the first or only England forward to score a
0: drop goal. Probably the only. Mm. Which
3: um, is pretty impressive. I mean, this was a time when forwards did forward stuff and backs did back stuff, and you know that'll. That, that that
0: will be it. He is the Premiership's top tri-scorer for a forward. Although most of that was the armchair ride in. Yeah. But um, n- but not all of it. He was a superb player. And there's
3: also Har uh, Harry who I think would probably run Ron say close. I put
0: say above Harry Yeah, I think
3: I think Harry had better kind of not basic skills, but you know those soft hands in the outside channel. In the I same way that Parise, Kieran Reid does.
0: Parisse would undoubtedly be a better centre than Sam Burgess
3: undoubtedly undoubtedly. oh wow yeah uh, and also he practiced spiral kick. He, he practices <laughs> spiral kicks so what, what's that say about this? L- he's up there lots he's...
0: of forwards like to do that, though. Yeah, that
3: that tells me right that he's nailed everything else <laughs> like everything else <laughs> in fact, in game must be perfect jb when you step when you step
2: into the coaching breach what is your philosophy going to be on like before training because as a forward all us fours do. Everyone just kicks. Yeah, <laughs> I, I <laughs> keep watching. Forwards and we 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 had, we had yeah, one I, coach uh... who, who we had one coach who just went, guys, I want you to. Do, I don't mind you warming up, but do something specific to what you're actually yeah. going to do in a game. Let's uh, let, let's make use of the time before training. If you're going to be out early, make use of the time. Don't start just swatting the ball up and down. Strangely
3: enough, I have, I have thought thought about this. <laughs> uh, have you come across the Gilbert Pass Developer Balls?
2: The heavy the balls, heavy medicine yeah. balls. Yeah.
3: I thought of just, uh, I thought of only allow- allowing the players to have Gilbert pass developers uh, before <laughs> I come out with the real balls for training. <laughs> have you ever tried to kick? <laughs> it will break your foot. <laughs>
0: it's like kicking a bowling ball.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so that 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 was my that was my initial
0: idea. Can Can you please implement a rule uh, that if a Ford kicks in play, they are immediately cut. They're dropped straight away, subbed and dropped for at least. Uh, like, I'd back have three, spent
2: three game ban. I'd have spent months on the sideline. As I, I had a pretty tidy <laughs> kick, and I only, I didn't. Uh.
1: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. No, you think you, you think I I had didn't, a pretty you time did. <laughs> I did, And I didn't,
2: I didn't use it unless I kind of had to. I didn't use it unless I had to. And I, I would get us through I would get us good field
3: position I would like <laughs> to see Tim's highlight reel but as he remembers yes.
2: it yes <laughs> so is Joe no it's Tim is that Johnny Wilkinson out there I, I remember one I remember one it was playing against Brunel tell, no
3: tell us how you remember it cause yeah I'll tell you how around. I remember it
2: a couple of minutes to go Bath University just ahead of Brunel away you know how you stand as a bit of a blocking runner fly off inside the try line dead ball area and uh, I'm stood about five meters. I'm stood on the, on the try line, like just blocking, kind of being there to make it awkward for people to run and charge. And the scrum half passes me the ball. Lightning reactions. Despite having only a few yards, I did effectively one of those scrum half box kicks and made it to the, to the 10 meter line.
0: Thank um, you
3: very much. And where were you kicking from halfway?
2: You're kicking from my own
3: line. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> That's as I remember it. I do like it when you chat about your UB days. Tim. I'm not trying to blow smoke anywhere here. But you actually played with a really impressive team in Bath.
2: Oh, a Bath University team. I can't believe we never won boot the the Booster Championship. But Joel Abd, who was the Talon to Seven, uh, Leon now, is he? He, he, was, he was in the back row with me. Yeah. Uh, in our second row, we had a, an embarrassment of riches, so much so that James Hudson was on the bench. The ruck inspector. <laughs> James Hudson, the ruck <laughs> inspector from Gloucester, was on the bench because we had Luke Charteris and uh, and Nick Rouse yeah. as, as yeah. our second row. What a second, second role. Role. Uh, Rob Higgett, who played v- for Scarletts. Scarletts, um, Worcester. Worcester, Bristol. Uh, he was our centre. Danny Gray. I, th- I think he's still
3: playing in the premiership Danny somewhere. Gray. He was at Worcester and Bristol.
2: Is he and, a fly half or something? Yeah. 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 He was our fly half. Ridiculous number of... Top-notch players.
3: Yeah, because I asked on uh, Periscope, I asked film who's the best player he played against, and embarrassingly, he said things like Dan Cole. Uh, and I'm thinking the best player that I played with, and I literally can think of none. Although I did play against Will, will Greenwood and gave, and, gave, and gave him a try scoring pass. But that was in a charity <laughs> game. He's <laughs> the
2: best player I've played with or against.
3: Do you know what? Lou George was a pretty good shout.
2: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't rate him that much when we played. No one
0: did for the first 10 years of his career. I'll tell you one of the best players I've played against. You will never have heard of him. You might have, Tim. Sorry, I was pointing at Jay when I said... Yeah. Uh, Tim, you might have heard of him. Yeah. A guy called Joe Duffy at Nottingham. Yeah, the hooker. The oh, hu- the hooker. The oh, hooker. my
2: goodness. He was an amazing player. We went to Leicester he, Tigers. He
0: went to Leicester, but never
2: made yeah. it. Never made it there. I thought when he went to Leicester, I went, he's in. Because he was English qualified. He was he's a New Zealander, New Zealander
0: yeah. but he'd been in England for four or five years playing at Nottingham. I played against him two or three times as a, as a hooker. He even played tight against us. And he was unbelievable. The step up to him... Was greater than playing against like 12 trees or Dan Cole or um, I was really Big, surprised Big he
2: never he never made it because what happened was uh, Nottingham took Tom Youngs as a centre and gave him his first couple of seasons as a hooker, yeah. And Joe Duffy went to Leicester the other direction, kind of a, a bit of a, a tr- bit of a yeah. trade, yeah. Um, but Joe Duffy never made it, but no, no, you're right. And I wonder what happened to him. My brother had to pick for the rugby paper, he had to pick like his that, that 15, yeah, he'd yeah, do yeah. With yeah. best team he played with or against, and he. And it was at the time he'd just gone to Leicester and he went, and Nick's thing went, this is the best guy, the best player not in the premiership and watch out, England, that he yeah. could be
3: a dark horse for an English squad. Do you find, right, that those rugby 15s, the rugby Fifteen, are always a bit confused? Because it's half like my mates and half, you know, be <laughs> Carlos Spencer yeah. and then James from youth team who never quite yeah. made it. And then you're like, are you thinking who you'd like to play with or, you know, the best team or whatever it may yeah. be? yeah.
2: I'll tell you what we'll do right now, though, guys. Um, let's pick a Hard Man 15 in honour of Jerry Collins. Of the Terminator, the hitman. Oh, the Terminator, I've got some music for it. Terminator theme tune. So, Jerry Collins sadly is, is lost. He is going to be six and captain in our Hard Man 15. And traditionally, I think your number six is the hardest of all players, anyway.
0: Yeah, no the 6 or second row. Yeah. It, it, second row. As an enforcer. And it, the
2: enforcer second row classically, but yes, so we are going to pick and I think we should start in the backs because the the real debate <laughs> is going to be when we get <laughs> up front, great shout. Uh, I think I
0: think we might have to start in the forwards cuz my backs are looking a bit sparse and I was thinking we might have to put some forwards in the backs.
2: Mm, well, yeah. We but okay, let's start, let's start in the backs cuz I think the biggest debates will be had in the forwards.
0: Definitely. Definitely.
2: So Let's go with uh, is there any hard the hard man 50 like 15 number 15 who's nails and a fullback. have you got I, well, I I thought Chris Latham.
3: What? No.
2: Cuz uh, maybe. Uh, he's he's, he's like
3: he's like carved out of granite. He's solid. He was very very big, I'll give you that much, but that's uh, kind of No, he work. was hard. More was, than big. He was, was hard. hard. I, uh, Mike Brown
0: is pretty tough. For a I
3: like Mike Brown. Uh, uh, no, as, as as a, a that'd mark. be an
0: angry fifteen, angry. not a hard fifteen. <laughs> I think he's quite hard as well. Did you not watch Chris Latham a lot?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: with his with his socks uh, socks his down, yeah. incredible, like a uh, lollipop runner, Why? really long gait.
3: Because because I, I think he, like
2: there's no comparison between the hardness him and Mike Brown. Okay, reckon. okay. Who
3: was the hardest man in the England World Cup winning squad according to will to to the World Cup winners themselves? Because you've missed an obvious one.
0: Not Jason Robinson. Nope. Uh Josh Lucy. Josh Lucy. Oh, uh, really?
3: Yeah, everyone said he was he was nails. But and when he when he's got to... like the
0: military um yeah. mental toughness, hasn't he? But when he tried to climb Everest, his body gave up on him, his body was like, No, it's too hard. Oh no more. No.
3: Like when our friend Steve Elliott couldn't make it up uh, Mont Blanc. <laughs>
0: Idiot.
3: <laughs> I'm too cold. <laughs> I'm too cold. <laughs> because he <laughs> he he
0: did that. Uh he bought like a sixty quid. Uh, Berghouse windbreaker jacket and thought that would be good <laughs> enough. <laughs> oh, poor Steve. <laughs> he was like, minus 30. <laughs> Amazing.
2: All right, so...
3: I had to go with Josh, Josh Lucy. He was genuine,
0: okay. genuinely... Well, he
2: could go oh. on the wing depending on how we go with our wingers. So okay. uh, what have we got for wingers?
0: Brian Lima.
3: Oh,
2: yes. Is he not an outside centre? Oh, he's an inside centre. centre
0: winger I had him... Yeah. I, I always saw him as a centre winger. Oh, All right. right, the
2: chiropractor. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's got to his... be in
0: there. Okay. Hey, um,
2: Scott Gibbs uh, in the centre. Oh, let's fill up. Let's fill one. up
0: that position as well. Scott Gibbs alongside possibly um, boxing champion Sunnyville. Boxing chat
2: Yeah, yeah. That's or or show. potentially you could um, Tana Umanga was. I remember at the yeah. time again. Again, the physical conditioning of players has moved on a bit. But when he was around, he, it was
0: like he was a different breed. Yeah, of he, it, guy Umanga did start his All Blacks career on the wing, so you could have he him. Did
3: up. you're right? Uh, him Cullen. Lomu. yeah yeah very much so alright uh, how about this one the one which you won't have and I'm going to get his name wrong now I think it's James Small is that is that right James, James Small? Small South African
2: guy oh yes the guy who had all the con- who had the um the, the, the ding-dongs with John Bentley in the, yes, in the, in the Lions Tour in 97 ah, that's yeah. one. and like and Bentley got accused of eye gouging and stuff and then Small was the one he was a really angry hot-headed winger
3: yeah, yeah. And he was, it was it was pretty tough to be fair uh, so, right, can we get rid of this music? It feels like I'm in an Atari game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, so how are we looking so far then? So we've got... Um... I've, I've got a
3: fly half for it, for you. Yeah, go on. Uh, Duncan McRae.
0: Oh, my God. Wow. Yes, I know Duncan McRae. Oh, yes. Look, get... at, look at me pu- pulling
3: out the names today.
0: Duncan McRae is a psychopath, though.
3: Yeah, that, that works for me. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Butch James.
0: Yes Oh, Let's go yeah. Let's go, Butch James well, Why don't yeah. we
3: have Duncan McRae With Butch James At 12 it's That's abrasive Isn't
0: it Excluding Sonny Bill
3: Sonny Bill can play 13
0: And then no Scott Gibbs
3: No I, Okay No Oh it's only the guy We miss as well Modern day player And everyone If you ask anyone To describe him They just describe him As hard He's a, he, he's a Welshman And he doesn't Currently start But he will He will do now
0: The Scott Williams? Scott Williams.
3: Really? Everyone describes... If you look, look at interviews and stuff, and you ask other players how they describe Scott Williams, they just say, hard. Oh, and apparently Liam Williams is an absolute psychopath. He's, a, he's
0: a psychopath, isn't he? He's just a bit of a value scumbag. Hold on a minute. 10,
2: Johnny Wilkinson. Uh, fine, He he's not hard off the pitch. He's got a very calm, relaxed demeanour, but you find a player who Ooh, puts hit. his body on the line more than Johnny Wilkinson. Hmm. Yeah,
3: I, I I see where you're coming from. I I, I, I like, had, like where your head's up
2: more I'm so than no. Butch James, don't you no, reckon? No, because Butch James. It, it depends how you define
0: hard man. Yeah, Butch yeah. James
3: prioritised being hard over over rugby. <laughs>
0: over everything else, yeah. over, yeah. over passing, over uh, kicking, over exactly. <laughs> <all laughs> right, the basic all right, all right. skills of a team. I mean, he he must, <laughs> have,
3: he must have practiced his uh, swinging arm. He must
0: have. <laughs> <laughs> He's that good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a scrum half?
3: I think there's plenty, plenty of scrum-offs to, to go out here because a lot of them are pretty hard.
0: Uh, they like to think they're hard. Well, Mike Phillips likes
3: to think, likes to think he's hard.
0: He does like to think he's hard.
3: Um, he'd be leader for me, uh, yeah, because he's so abrasive, actually. To yeah. Be
0: to. Okay, Mike Phillips.
3: Uh, are you happy calling Mike Phillips a hard man, though?
0: <laughs> a pretty man, yes.
3: Uh, I'm trying to think of, uh, trying to think of uh, some other hard scrum halves
0: and I'm really struggling. It's, with.
2: Yeah, we're struggling. So, um Yeah, let us know. The only one I could think of that that would might technically fit is um Maro Burger Masco. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I going next? Uh, but at rugby podcast help us out with the scrum half. So we got 10, was it Butch James? Yeah. 12
0: who are you going with? Well, uh, I
3: was going to go with Duncan McRae then Butch James, but you can go with Butch James.
0: Duncan McRae, Butch James, Sonny Bill. Sonny Bill, 13. Yeah. Tana Rumanga and Brian Lima on the wings. No, uh,
3: James Small. Uh, just have, okay, a, James Small. have a look at, um, just have a look at some of his footage. N- nasty piece of work. Uh, uh, he, he
0: is a nasty piece of work. So I've gone on his Wikipedia page and it's uh, basically talks about his verbal abuse and potential re- alleged racist abuse.
3: There we go. What <laughs> is it? I'm not,
0: I'm not sure if
2: that, that uh,
0: shows how hard he yeah, is. Yeah, I was though.
2: sort of trying to celebrate the, yeah. the, the the physical and mental toughness of players. Well, look. Not, if he, the, not the if he's tough, semi-criminal,
3: if he's tough, he's bigoted, opinion. bigoted opinion. If he's to tough, play. he's tough. You can't rewrite, rewrite history. He liked throwing fists. All right. Now, and I think we need... Okay,
2: if you don't like that Terminator music, then I think because this is right up your street, JB, I'm going to play... Is it Wham? Uh, <laughs> I'm your man. Basically, all that's going to happen is we are going to bring up players that is going to make Jay go a bit weak at the knees, so... Let's talk about the hard men in rugby <laughs> up front. There we go. We're going to start in the front row.
0: I'll start the <laughs> front row, front front row and work our way back. Yeah.
3: Well, we've mentioned it before. We should always we should mention him as much as we can because people don't know about him. Gerard Cholli.
0: Cholli. Yes. Oh,
3: yes. Gerard Cholli, the French... The French paratrooping boxing champion that was signed after a bar brawl in Clermont or Perpignan.
2: And at, before a European tie... Uh, he decided to um, get really worked up for the game. And, you know, a lot of people, they'll start grunting. Nigel, uh, Neil Jenkins would go and be sick in the toilet. Sholly punches the ceiling so hard that he punched a hole in the roof of the changing room and broke his hand, still going on and playing his, his the
0: hand, winning part in the match. His hand was described as swelling to the size of a small melon <laughs> and then, then, what, they, what and does then that a, mean I mean there's so much well, range on a small melon well, I it, think my
3: fists alone are bigger than a
0: small melon well yeah it depends how big it is, how big his fist was it initially do
2: you know what his nickname was go on La Govna <laughs> <laughs> that's true it's actually a wow fox. The governor, the baddest man ever, he was described. i surely he was frightening in his playing days. He weighed 19 stone, and this is back in the like 70s. Yeah,
0: six, six 70s. four and 19 stone. Jesus, it's like Sheridan size.
2: No, so the, the the equivalent nowadays, he would be rocking the scales at like 24 stone. He was a heavy. Four, Have you adjusted that with inflation or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly.
3: <laughs> He, he once laid no, out poor PI he, rugby player inflation yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he once laid out four Scottish players in the same match <laughs> so he would be pushing Jerry Collins for captain uh, right
0: hooker there's they're, so many options they're normally psychopaths I, I got a nod for Graham Dawes who yeah. for a long time played behind Brian Moore and arguably discipl- disciplinary reasons prevented him from getting more England caps mm-hmm. Uh I also had a rugby league player, Paul Wood.
2: Who?
3: do know, Paul
0: Wood. Who plays for Warrington Wolves and in the grand final three years ago ruptured his oh, testicle oh, in the yeah. first half and played on and finished the game with a ruptured testicle.
2: Who else? You? Beautiful. Let's just let that moment hang for a second. <laughs> Playing on
3: with a ruptured nine, ball. Nice pun, let it hang. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good one, Tim.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, don't, I can't think of a hooker
3: that, that I would go because they're all they're, yeah, they're it, all the same breed it's hard to find a standout I've, I know one for you um, James Dalton the old South African hooker he was a scumbag I mean like he, he loved he absolutely loved it yeah James Dalton
2: Federico a... Mendez on his first cap for Argentina laid out Paul Ackford. yes he did that's pretty <laughs> hardcore oh
3: hang on why are we not even talking about French hookers there's been loads of really tough French uppers.
2: What What you get up to in your summer holidays. <laughs> 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 That's a to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> Andrew Dalton's a great shout. Okay.
2: Absolutely. It was James Dalton a minute ago. James Dalton. <laughs> I'm sorry, James Andrew's Dalton. Sorry. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, tight head prop then. Or another prop.
3: Another uh, prop. What about Kevin Yates? For, for Is he gouging or biting? Uh, I think Look, Again, you're both, getting into both, more like
2: just... Like scumbag behaviour yeah. rather than yeah. hardness. We're, we're honouring Jerry Collins with this 50, let's not forget. i tell
3: you who it isn't. I tell you who doesn't get in. Julian White does not get in. Why? He... No, Silent on. Assassin. Have I got this wrong? Did Julian White throw himself to the floor when he got hit by Andrew Sheridan? Or did Andrew Sheridan throw himself to the floor when he got hit by Julian White? White floors Sheridan. So White does get in. But, oh, here we are. Let's have a look at this.
2: Phil's watching it on his laptop.
3: Yeah. Wow. Oh, what a scrimmage battle that is,
0: by the way. Yeah, it's a hell Leicester oh, versus Leicester versus Sail in about two thousand and six. Oh.
3: He doesn't throw he just gets caught off guard. See, this is when Rugby Yeah, he to- doesn't he doesn't yeah.
0: throw himself to the floor there. This is when That was a is a good good this punch. Was- this was the
3: beginning of the end for rugby this. So look is that Its I didn't realise he's been there for yeah. so long. I- Are you um White White and Shooter. That's a good front row, isn't it?
0: 2009.
3: Julian White makes it in the 15 then. Yeah, yeah but The only reason Julian White wouldn't make it in is because I remember him getting absolutely battered by a Canadian player called Dan Barr.
0: Uh, some tough Canadians.
3: Well, was one tough Canadian. L- right well,
2: course. let's get into second row. This is going to be so <laughs> hard to pick, right? Let's just throw names in the ring. Jamie Cudmore's got to go in straight yes. away. Come For- right. Former gangbanger.
4: <laughs> by, by which Is that mean, what you mean
2: he used to run with Canadian gangs.
4: He
0: was an enforcer, <laughs> an
2: enforcer for a for gang.
0: local drug lords.
2: Um, uh, Danny Grucock yeah, one of
0: my favorites.
2: I, I mean, there's few harder men. Paul Ackford,
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and and
2: his second row partner Wade Dooley back in the day was pretty nailed. Yeah, I oh, wasn't. It Wade Dooley got got knocked out by Rodriguez. Friedrich- no, 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 it was Ackford. Um, no, it was Ackford. Were you sure? Positive.
3: Okay.
0: Um, Trevor Brennan,
3: Fabian Palouse Pelouse, yeah. I look. threatened physical violence to the French team if 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 their discipline was to slip. How good's that?
0: Trevor Trevor <laughs> Brennan, when he was at Toulouse before before a European Cup game, uh, someone was someone from the show from the crowd in an Irish voice shouted, "Brennan, your mother's a whore." <laughs> And he, and he looked into the crowd and there was a former Ulster player was standing in the crowd and looked him in the eye and shouted, Brennan, your mother's a whore. <laughs> so Brennan climbed into the crowd and started throwing punches.
3: That was, a, that was Brennan's last game, yo.
0: Was it his last it's game?
3: His last game. God. I think it might have been Gareth Thomas's last game for Toulouse as well.
0: We really? need to. Yeah. We
3: need
2: to again. I just need to draw this line.
3: Just it's a Jerry Collins
2: <laughs> hard man. Fifteen like cr- criminality is not where we're going. Give sometimes freedom, sometimes the two cross, but the point is Jamie Cudmore okay. might have had a, an upbringing in as an enforcer in gangs, but that only means that he's got a mental toughness which we see week in, week out when he plays for Claremont
3: and Canada. Yes. He's, he's hardly... So you're saying the best second rows come from a gangland background? No, no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm that's sa- basically what you're saying. No, I'm
2: saying that
3: he's hard... Gang balance has its place in rugby. <laughs> <laughs> and yes,
0: what that, are you saying? That's what I'm
2: saying. Um, Brad Thorne, we've not even mentioned Brad Thorne.
0: And Bucky's both of Oh, us.
2: wow. Can we pick... Can we pick Right, let's just get rid of the backs and pick all second rows. <laughs> so, how do you pick between them? Brad Thorne, Bacchys Bota, ba-
0: okay. um, Danny,
3: Danny Grucock, as long as Jamie Cud- Cudmore. As long as
0: Cudmore's in, I'm happy. Oh,
3: well, how about Hartley? Can we get Hartley in?
0: No, because I don't actually think he's that hard no, on the pitch. you are completely wrong. No, I'm completely correct. No, no, you're completely wrong. So, Hib- Hibbard got, is ha- Hibbard's harder than Hartley. We're diametrically
3: opposed here, Phil.
0: There Hib- must be a middle way. Hibbard is harder Hibbard than Hartley. Hibbard is
3: hard, but I'm telling you right now, if... Hartley was around 15 years ago. He'd be the best hooker in the world. Uh,
2: Jay, I do, th- I do think you're right. Jay has, Jay has arbitrary like people that well, just, just, just flavor like... of the month and for some <laughs> reason <laughs> is Dylan Hartley. Right? Okay, pick two from these. I'm just giving you a list of four: uh, Grewcock, Thorne, Bota, Cudmore, and I'll also chuck in obviously Charlie Matthews, the enforcer. Oh, <laughs>
3: Charlie Matthews, for me. Sorry. Charlie
0: Matthews partnered with Jamie Cudmore. Uh,
3: which two? Matthews do you- Botha and, Ch- and Charlie Matthews, please. Bucky's
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? Bucky's to play like the number five athletic one. Yeah, and, I was yeah, saying Charlie yeah. Matthews to be the enforcer.
3: Yeah. I still can't go get go over that uh, in that interview. Do you think you'll be an enforcer, Charlie? Well, if you describe enforcer as hitting lots of rocks, I will certainly be enforcing a lot of things.
0: <laughs> uh, which which two do you pick? Boter, Grucock, Thorn, Cudmore. Uh, I go for Cudmore alongside.
3: Well, it's got to be both, right?
0: Cool. Happy with that.
2: No, Brad Thorne in the Hardman 15. Yeah. That's an incredible... Brad
0: Thorne, who finished Is his... He rugby... whole... he's, got, he's
2: got forearms like Christmas hams.
0: Yeah. He finished his rugby career uh, in the Simbin. His last game, he, with nine minutes to go, he got Simbin for a, a spare tackle. For the Barbarians. For the Barbarians, yeah. I tell
3: you what, a, a, to, a great top ten of Barbarian crime would would, would, uh, would be good. Purely for <laughs> the fact that you got got... Um, someone stamped on on, on Lawrence Delalio on the floor. That was a great one. Um <laughs> There that's was, not great there was um, oh look at you look, pointing down at me how dare you Sippers
2: had an RTA the morning after a game that was great <laughs> that was great there was um,
3: Shout Brits uh, trying to lay out Owen Farrell he came just yeah, yeah, yeah. He came through a ruck and just tried to lay out um, to, to, to lay out his teammate and starting fly half um, and then Brad Thorne gets sent to Sinbin and these are just ones I can think of right now Right. Barbarian crime top 10. Points. Right, just, what, just one final thing. Because
2: if you had a fight, right, because let's go down Jay's physical violence <laughs> thing, a fight, I'm going on one side, Danny Grucock and Brad Thorne. On the other side, Backy's Bota and Jamie Cudmore. I can't help thinking that Grucock and Thorne come out winners in that.
0: I can help thinking that. What format is the fight going to be? Is it going to be a tag team uh, wrestling match or just a free for all? Here's a
3: question. Were you, I mean, without even thinking about it, I've just said Backy's both the hard, hardest man. In, in rugby I've just picked him for the hardest 15 of all time in an era where actually n- not only is it not cel- uh, not celebrated by killjoys like yourself but also <laughs> it's very hard to be a tough because you can't throw fists and stuff right yeah is the whole package Botha thing just a massive PR thing has he got a great PR team behind it? <laughs> no to, to propagate this because how do you go about being you can't do anything
0: you can just continually, like for me, it's just putting in big hit after big hit after but big he hit. He's uh, not a big hitter.
2: He's not a big hitter. He Nothing happens at Rucks when Backy's Boat is around, or or when Danny Grucock was around, or when Brad Thorn was around. You get a lot of clean ball because they smash
3: it all day. Mm. Yeah, I think that might be more to it, like smashing Rucks, but then moving into Charlie Matthews' territory. All right, well, no. anyway, we've got, we got four <laughs>
2: incredible, ridiculous hard men. You just mentioned what format and talked about tag team wrestling. Um, there's a there's a tweet that was posted this week about me. Um, oh yes. yeah, is yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the tweet is from WWE Facts. Um, so it's basically wrestling facts, and it said, "Unknown to many, English radio DJ on XFM, Tim Cocker's uncle is Paul Bearer." <laughs> is this true? <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, tweet. Well, but Jay, is it
0: true? Me and Jay were discussing this on Thursday night. It, yeah. it,
2: is it a proper account? So Paul Bearer, the the odd looking big big bloke who went around with The Undertaker during the 90s and 80s and
3: 2000s and stuff God rest his soul
2: uh, yeah uh, no he's not he was never my uncle not that I know <laughs> so why is that up there I don't know they just obviously is it? Is it a genuine account it's not WWE is it well no it's clearly a joke because the last tweet they put was WWE legend Goldust cites Lily Savage as his inspiration behind his look <laughs> right I see <laughs> okay fine <so. laughs> <laughs> good. Uh, right, and we move from Lily Savage back to our hard man 15 and the back row. Jerry Collins is at six, obviously. Yeah. Pipping um, some pretty good names to that spot. Schalkberger is, is what
0: I call Burger is very hard.
2: He is very, very hard.
0: Not least of which to come back from 18 months of injury and illness to playing the way he is currently playing for Springboks and Stormers.
3: And he likes the occasional gouge, if you remember his gouge. Yeah, that, that's not so gouge. good. That's I'm not, sorry, we're not that, That's, that's cowardly. That's and, cowardly.
0: And that, didn't that only get a two-week ban? In fact, yeah, like, it was ridiculous. In fact,
3: if, in fact I, you know... Yeah. You can't get rid of someone, right? Because if there's something wrong like wrong in, in the past, he was still tough. <laughs> he, he was. Say, oh, he was oh, yeah, very yeah, tough. tough. From both past, oh, we won't we'll even include him. What, uh, what about... Only hard within the rules of... well.
0: Queensbury rules With, yeah. within the laws of the game. Then no. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, someone who didn't normally stay on the, on the right side of the law, Lewis Moody? Lewis yeah, Moody he was, a he mad was hard. Dog. Like yeah. like
2: he's compared to the size and the frame of some of the guys we're talking about, he didn't have that what he had was mental toughness beyond most people. Yeah. yeah. Well, just,
0: same same way as like Jack Berger. Or Neil
3: Barr. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sevens are uh, uh, weird.
2: Well, let's talk seven. Yeah. So seven, like Lewis Moody and Jack Berger are two great shouts.
0: Yeah. Jack, Jack Berger. Berger. Yeah, of course. Jack
2: Sorry, Berger. I'm
3: getting confused with all the Shulks and Jacks and Britses and all the rest of it.
2: Yeah, Jack Berger's pretty tough. Yeah. Jack Berger as our seven. Yeah.
0: Mm, yeah. You're not
3: going to get much of an argument from me. Leaving number eight, who? What about Scott Quinnell? Yeah. <laughs> I would go Chris Smallsey but he cried when someone hit, hit him with a handbag.
0: <laughs> that is not a Over. joke. Buck Shelford? Maybe. I Go Godza? Go Godza is pretty tough.
2: Buck Shelford? I yeah. I I would go with him and again he's he he made his it might he might be too old for some of our listeners to remember but I remember watching videos of the 87 World Cup and the guy was on another level. He was the hardest man in rugby, and um,
0: didn't he finish one game with like four lost teeth and a torn testicle?
3: That's, that's that a rings game. a bell. That, yeah, he did do the torn testicle bit. I bet
0: he didn't ring his
2: bell for a bit after uh, that, as, as did Joe Worsley.
0: Yes, Worsley did. Worsley, Worsley was a, uh, yeah, yeah, you're
2: right. A, his second in his second test for the All Blacks, Buck Shelford had his scrotum ripped and lost four teeth at the bottom of a ruck against France. After a few stitches, he returned to the pitch.
0: <laughs> the doctor stitched up his scr- <laughs> oh. Only
2: to be forced off later on in the game with concussion. Well,
3: Andy Farrell oh. appar- apparently broke his nose in, a, I think it's, it, might be, it might even be in St. Helens, and I'm sure I've got this story wrong. But at half time, the doctor looked at his now flat nose and said, Andy, you can't play. Gets on the phone to a, to a plastic surgeon. To book an, an, uh, Andy Farrell into a uh, hospital like the day after, or, or you know, just to get his nose sort, sort sorted out. After he comes off the phone, uh, Andy Farrell's cut a hole in his nose, taped it up, and went out and played the second half. Wow, that's tough.
0: Well, Sam Burgess.
3: I would literally be in tears. <laughs> yeah, tears. My beauty,
0: cutting my nose. My beautiful nose. I, oh I God. Be... Um, Sam Burgess broke. Sam Burgess broken cheekbone in the. First oh, minute nails, and then went on to to win the game and get uh, man of the ga- man of the match as well. Sami Minoa, sorry, no, it's pretty hard. He's it's bi- it's... he's just
3: very big. Oh no, he's a psychopath. You speak to anyone who knows anything about Sami Su- Sami he's nuts. <laughs> he's <absolutely laughs> Again, that uh,
2: doesn't necessarily. I'm calling Shelford. I'm calling Shelford. Yeah, bunk I'm Shelford. Calling Shelford as our as our number eight. I'm rounding off a ridiculous ridiculous 15. I've got one more thing. Cause I'm, um, okay. um, Is got, it an apology I'll, for last week's quiz? Uh, no, I'm not going to apologise for last week's quiz. <laughs> the editing uh, on last week's quiz well, was, uh, you said Gloucester won a final. Uh, OK, well, moving on. Um, uh, <laughs> I've, I've got something to play for you. So there was a discussion on talk sport that I was heard as I was driving around, uh, driving back from the gym on Friday and I heard this Friday lunchtime. They were talking about drugs in sprinting and they they sort of got a name wrong and it just it just made me laugh
4: a little bit of drugs in athletics and let's take mo farah and alberto salazar out of it it's going to be in focus again very very soon it's 78 days the start of the athletics world championship uh in beijing and we're only a year away from the next olympics and at both those events provided both people are fit i suspect we're going to see the following in the men's 100 men's 200 meters Usain Bolt will be beaten by Warren Gatland, who at 32 years of age is now recording the most extraordinary times for a man of his antiquity. And, of course, Warren has been banned not once, but twice for drugs. He He's clean now because he gets tested every day. But the scientists are saying, well, hang on, this is all left over from when he was uh, on the pop. Yeah. Um, and, you know, athletics is... Wow. Well, so let me just play that again. Both those events, provided both people are fit, I suspect we're going to see the following. In the men's 100, and men's 200 metres, Usain Bolt will be beaten by Warren Gatlin. first the- <laughs>
3: Obviously, wow. Justin Gatlin.
4: God, there must be some
0: it's certainly going on there, isn't Some there? drugs in sport is involved there. He is
3: going to be broke both his heels,
0: <laughs> and now he's jet healed. Um, Just well, one I, one thing that yeah. does does remind me a little bit of the John Inverdale uh, thing the other day, uh, a couple of months ago, through Rose. Can you bleep me out, Tim? Hold on, a sec,
2: hold on a sec, sorry.
0: The John Inverdale thing when he was commenting on some horse racing on the radio, and he described it as looking at looking through. Rose c***ed glasses. Well, how did
3: you get that wrong? <laughs> 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 can you, can you believe that? I'm yeah, guessing he's been saying that on a night out or something. Oh, wow. Well,
2: <laughs> on that bombshell, that is it for this week's Rugby Podcast. At Rugby Podcast on Twitter, anything you want to discuss, we'll be uh, keep an eye out for our Twitter account because we'll be announcing some impromptu Periscope sessions uh, which you can get involved in. And uh, nice one, JB. Thank you, Tim. Nice one, Phil. Cheers, Tim. In a bit. Goodbye. Yeah,
1: Planning for your next trip?
3: Bye.